Welcome to the Bar Band Explorer, the podcast where two local musicians and a music fan discuss some of the local and upcoming artists from around the world and the UK. I am Thomas Martin and I'm joined, as I always am, by Joe Connors and Harry Martin. How are we doing today? Yeah, very good. Recovered from uh, Alfie's <laughs> joining, joining us on the podcast last week. It's it, no, it, was, it was very good to see him. Um, yeah, really and I think he enjoyed. I think he enjoyed himself, and I hope he. We haven't scared him away, and I hope he he comes back very soon. Yeah, me too. I hope he doesn't just hate us and hate the entire experience. We've ruined <laughs> music for him, local music. Yeah, you want music ever again? <laughs> Did you? How how was finding uh, local songs this week? Because I I struggled a bit more this week. Yeah, I struggled. I, I didn't do it until eleventh hour. I just. <laughs> I got hundred songs and each one was bad. <laughs> I think we have a good collection today, so that's at least something. We have a few um female artists in our picks, so I thought for the question decide who goes first. I would ask both of you, who do you think is the top streaming artist in the UK in twenty twenty? Female. Did I say female? Um I'm gonna go Dua Lipa. I think that's I'm 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 pretty certain that must be. I think you might have got that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end the contest do- right now. <laughs> we still have to go for a second. I'm going to go. This might be stupid. Uh, is this stupid? I'm going to go Billie Eilish. I think that might be stupid. No, actually, no, I think, oh, no. Actually, I think you've won. I'm jumping I'm jump conclusions way too soon. I'm going to go with Nicki Minaj. Uh, I know Megan Thee Stallion, whatever her name is. Megan Thee Stallion. That's a good one. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> that's a bad sign. Nicki Minaj. I think that's she's slightly bigger, isn't she? Yes. Who did like? Because that's that's like WAP, right? Who does WAP with Megan Thee Stallion? Is that Megan Thee Stallion? Minaj, isn't it? That's Nicki Minaj. Does that? I I I did not know. That names. might use people on them because of that. Tway Tway. It surprises me actually. So number one is is Billie Eilish. Number four is Junior Leaper. Number seven is Nicki Minaj. So it's me, then Joe, then Harry. Who's number, who's number two? Number two is Taylor Swift, and then Ariana Grande is third. So it's uh, my song first, um, which is nice because both your songs are heavy and mine's quite um, quite calm. So the song I picked today is by is by a duo called Ellen Leroy Hug, and they have a song called Study. They have two songs out, and they are both two songwriters from San Diego, and they work with a lot of their like collaborators and their friends. These are very like early in, into their careers, so they their social media presence is really new. But both these songs are from the last month. But I just thought that uh, considering they were sort of quite small artists, uh, this song has some really good melodies in it. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought the vocals were sort of uh, quite similar to Laura Marling, I thought, or um, or someone like Regina Spector, kind of obviously very nice, almost kind of whispery, but mm. that kind of fits with the song. And I thought the chorus as well was quite clever, sort of lyrically. I didn't feel like, because it was quite a catchy chorus, but I don't feel like they overdid it, which yeah. in a song as long as that, it's quite easy to do. And I think we've seen a, a few songs that sort of quite catchy and they've just kind of hammered you with the chorus again and again and again. And I think it's, they're a bit more kind of clever with it and it's it doesn't annoy you towards the end. Yeah. Um, also the length of the song was maybe a bit too long. I thought that outro didn't really do much for me i thought it was going to be sort of like a middleweight where it would it would pick up but it just turned into sort of like a massive outro that just kind of drifted so i thought they could have really maybe cut that because i thought 
apart from that, the song structure was really good. And I thought it was pretty well produced apart from that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's quite country, but kind of very chill as well. I like the guitar in the background. It sort of danced away. Not doing a huge amount, but do enough to make the song a bit more interesting. If it wasn't for the guitar, it would make the song a bit more boring. Mm. Yeah, I thought the vocals were good. I thought it was well produced. The end, I mean, I I, I didn't dislike the end. No, I, I, I like the end as well. It faded away, but I'm, I prefer endings when they have an end rather than just, you know, they fade out. Yeah, well, I still think I don't know. I feel like it's a reasonably soul song, so I quite like the soul end. And it's kind of a thing you don't see a lot on music is the really long fade out. So I, I think it's a tad. I find it like a tad refreshing, at least. I kind of think with what you're saying, Joe, about the outro. I think instrumentally, I think it's actually. I personally think it's it's really good, but it's not maybe like the most amazingly interesting chord choices at times. So when you get to the outro, it doesn't really sort of go anywhere because of that but i think the idea of the outro i don't think necessarily a bad idea i think yeah i think a lot of things because you were also saying about like how it, it doesn't have like a bombastic chorus and i think a lot of that's because it's like um because it's like a, a folk song essentially yeah i think it, it is quite clever it's just i think the chorus is really really great and really so and i think perfect in a way i think that most courses we hear there's usually something about the melodies in the course i don't like but i think all the melodies like i really like it's quite impressive as well to make a chorus that's that catchy and interesting you know a lot of the songs we've seen there's this big sort of like bombastic you said kind of like to to get your attention this doesn't have that but it still works and it's still yeah it's still catchy and lyrically just the the rhyming and the way it's put together i thought was quite clever really yeah i agree i think that the best thing about the song is the melody especially chorus. i think it works and works guitar it's a well put together song yeah i agree i think that's true i suspect they've been doing it for a while have they yeah, I think they've been making music. This is the first time they've sort of gone onto the platform, I think. So they might have other, they might have been making stuff separately because they're a duo. Uh, I don't know. There's not too much information because they've just, they've just launched their, their social media. So Yeah, I think Spotify sometimes doesn't tell the whole story because <laughs> this is certainly on paper, like this is one of the smallest bands we've looked at. But, but yeah, I think it's slightly yeah. deceiving because um, they've only just launched like a few weeks ago. <laughs> so I think there's, the numbers are going to kick up a bit. They have such a like a professional like website and stuff. We like look at it. Like it's so professional. I'm like, okay. Um, but maybe it's just really great. I don't know. Uh, that's what I felt. Okay, so if that's all we have to say, it's your turn, Joe, because you said Junior Leaper. So what is your song I for did, today? I did say Junior Leaper. <laughs> so my song is called She's Shambolic by The Vanities. And this is kind of an exciting new band from Glasgow. I think they probably describe themselves as a sort of punk group. And I think I did find this quote about them, which I thought was a quite cool, quite a cool thing to have said about your band. And it's it's uh, the hives fueled on Buckfast, um, uh, which is by yeah by Mocket Music, sort of like a local uh, Scottish music uh, website review page. It's quite flattering, but I think that's like a nice way to describe them. And yeah, like I think I think you'll 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 kind of get to understand what they're all about quite quickly. So what do you guys think? Very I'm very sorry about the swear word. I think this is the first song that actually swears on our podcast. It is actually. Isn't the next That's, isn't Harry Song also has swearing in it? It's like the swear episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgraceful. It's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the hook, the she's symbolic hook. Bit mean, I suppose, but that's, that's the point of the song. <laughs> I actually, I actually really like the lyrics and stuff. Okay, I think it has quite a lot of like, obviously, like 
aesthetic cohesion. Like it makes a lot of sense. Like it really captures the vibe and it creates a kind of story that is actually kind of realistic and makes sense, you know? Which I know it's kind of, sounds like a simple thing, but a lot of these songs don't necessarily do that quite well as this does. I think that that was kind of their main aim is they're just telling stories through their songs. Um, so they do it like a lot of other songs. They're not like crazy, incredible stories. They're just kind of normal stories about them growing up um, yeah. and just yeah, doing things and what whatnot. But I think if you can get that across in a song that's also catchy, that's pretty impressive yeah. in my view. And I thought like the melodies particularly were really good. It's like a punk song melodies and that's actually really, really great, I think. Particularly like because... Um, you know, particularly like me and Harry have been to quite a few sort of punk gigs in Cardiff. Um, not because we like punk music, but because every gig in Cardiff tends to be punky in some regard. And uh, I think if this band played in one of those gigs, that would be like genuinely just would sound like so good because it just really gets the essential things right, like the melodies and just you can see like if, in a bar that would that would like kill the bar. I think. Yeah, it's got it's got the attitude of punk. It understands punk and guitar sounds very good yeah and, and obviously this you know it's sing-along is uh, that's that's a good punk song mm. i mean but that would have been better than anything we saw on the bar from the punks most of the punk songs there they can be kind of angry but they, they also uh, sometimes come across as a bit petty but this one is a bit more slightly abstracted yeah not a bit for you know it isn't just, they aren't you know it isn't just clearly aimed at one person in particular in their life <laughs> yeah a lot of uh, angst for their axes <laughs> Yeah, I but, feel like these guys don't have a... They don't really have an axe to grind. They're just kind of enjoying themselves. Sort of like there's a real attitude about them, even in the vocalist. Like, I feel like there's a real kind of... Like, yeah, punk kind of... Uh, almost like uh, like the Libertines. You know, that front man who's got real... Something about him. Yeah, like a real attitude. Yeah, that makes sense. The only thing is like... You know, I do think it's really great. But it is still a kind of... It, it is basically a throwback. Like I don't think there's really much new to it. And it's a throwback to quite an old era of music, you know. It reminds me a bit of, like the Sex Pistols and stuff like that, you know. Mm. I don't think it really brings anything new in that sense. But I guess that's only really a small feel flaw. Yeah. I, I did think that it does feel quite old fashioned, sort yeah. of like early two thousands, mm. but also uh inspired by kind of like the clash and you know yeah because it's kind of got that and then it's got the the lyrics to me are very like arctic monkey's first album that's what yeah. it reminds me of yeah yeah a bit kind of like punk with indie sort of lyrics yeah, yeah. um yeah. and beyond that i don't think it brings that much though i have listened to a few of the other songs because i did well i was playing and stuff and i do think they're also really good so like, i think they have like a lot of very good songs so yeah i feel like like you don't always have to sort of reinvent the wheel i feel like no, they, that's true if you if you kind of just make a song that's catchy and it's obviously it's maybe a bit harsh sort of reviewing them over spotify rather than kind of live i feel like I, that's the same with a lot of the the artists we're kind of looking at it's a completely different experience when they're live yeah um, i guess i think like also, this is a band which probably be ama- these songs would be amazing live. Yeah, if they played well live. Before we know them, shambolic live. <laughs> <laughs> but even in the punk wave, you just freaking just hit those guitars. I think people would be on board. Just shout, she's shambolic a bunch of times. Like, I think people would be on board. <laughs> Should we move on now to uh, the last song, which is by Harry? Well, he's a by Harry, but Harry will tell us about the song. <laughs> That's why we need a special where we all do a song. <laughs> so this song is my thing. song. 
I am a great artist from this year. <laughs> I might do that at some point. Just forget, forget two deaths, but I can't find a song to do one of my songs. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Ten is from someone else. <laughs> is that your voice? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so guys, I, I don't want to say this is the greatest song of all time. Some of these days isn't my song. It's a song called Another Bish by Soft Cult. It's sort of like a sort of rocky sub indie gothic band. And they're, probably, they're a little bigger than the band you've seen so far. About 100,000 monthly vis- uh, uh, listens. It's a little bigger, but still, still always me small. It's, it's not a very complicated song. It's very short, but I enjoy uh, the sort of the vibe of it. What, what do you guys think? I, I really like the, the intro, actually. Kind of those sort of soft lyrics. And then you'll just hit with this kind of the rock drums and guitars. I thought that contrasts quite nicely. It sort of gets you, uh, gets you into the song very quickly, um, and sort of gets your attention. And it makes it clear that this isn't, you know, like like the first song. This isn't kind of a a more slow, drifty song. This is one that's gonna repeatedly sort of ramp up and and yeah, um, yeah. and yeah, and get your attention. Yeah, it's very like sort of competent in that way. And I think just generally, it's just very very competent. I'd say like everything about it is quite com- competent. The lyrics I really like, like the story about what it's about and stuff it's really it's really good again similar actually to the to the vanities i think it really captures a vibe quite well and i think yeah it's sort of that that combination between like the verses of the choruses is actually really cool the way it like really ramps up in the courses it's really cool yeah if anything i just thought it was maybe a bit short like it, it was kind of a bit abrupt not not in the way that it finishes just it just finishes kind of before i felt like yeah the structure as you said the structure was so good there was space for it to carry on and yeah. it just kind of stopped. It was kind of the really cool electric guitar sort of solo, mm. mini solo. And then that was it really. I felt like maybe it could have, you could have had like a, a bigger sort of middle eight and then another chorus. Yeah, and maybe. then they could have more to the song, um, potentially. Versus possibly. Yeah, I know it means it is a bit short and it did end quite quickly. Uh, I did like the guitar solo because it, it's they've messed around with the guitar sound, which is quite nice. Yeah, I noticed that. I thought that's really cool. Um, yeah, which made it a bit different. In just acoustic guitar or just to let you know, a, a, a dull guitar, it's like, uh, I don't know what they're doing with it, but it's, it sounds, it sounds quite yeah. interesting. And it fits the aesthetic of the song. I really like how sort of real the instruments sound and how sort of abrasive it is. Because um, with the songwriting, you wouldn't necessarily need to do that, but I think it does actually add a lot to the song and to the to what the song is about. So I do actually really like that about it. Really, there's not isn't a huge amount to say about it. <laughs> I actually don't think there's much yeah. negative. It's just like everything's just like really good in it. It's really competent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good song, and there wasn't much of it. Um, yeah, it's like it's like a small Michelin star sort of uh, dish. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I guess I guess sort of instrumentally, I would like maybe something slightly more interesting to happen somewhere. I guess that would be my only criticism. But yeah, and it's kind of, I don't think it's it's massively a crazy amazing idea. But uh, these are similar criticisms actually. I just have to uh, the vanities. I think they're kind of similar in their sort of competence, and uh, it's gonna be interesting comparing them. <laughs> Should we compare them all? So uh, does anyone like? know which of these songs they think is the best i kind of think they're all like kind of really great yeah i think we've chosen <laughs> they're kind of good yeah. in a similar way well i think like the first song is quite different but uh it's still quite competent you know keep using that yeah I, I i i really like i did really like that first song maybe because it's we haven't 
seen that much of that type of song. Um, it's like folky influence stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, th- I just thought the vocals were really good. And yeah, it did remind me of some other female singers that are quite similar. Yeah. It's like uh, there's two but... vocalists and they go like now, which I think is really cool because it's, uh, it's like a duo. Oh, is it? Yeah, and I think that's done like really well. You can barely hear, which is fine because I think there's a lot of like, I've noticed there's a lot of like, even like bands which are like two lead singers, you barely notice when they go in and out. So I still can't tell like, on Beatles songs. I still can barely tell who's singing, like which of the four are singing at what time. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Van Exels. Really? <laughs> I'm actually surprised that she changes every up. Why are you going for the Van Exels? Because I thought it had the, it had the most identity as a song. Uh, had a really nice. It was really nicely produced. There, it was. I think the soft cult was close, but I, f- I felt like. It wasn't quite as well. It was decent movies, you know. It was well produced, but isn't was quite as well produced as the Vanities. And it, I thought the Vanities had a better, slightly more clear aesthetic. Yeah, it's it's it closer. I mean, the, the first song was also very good. So yeah, I think you might have actually convinced me by saying that. I think that's true about the Vanities. It's just slightly more aesthetically cohesive. So I think I also would go with the Vanities. Just though. Great. So that makes my vote <laughs> in, inconsequential. Uh, I was I was actually going to go for another Bish uh, soft cult. Nice. Um, I, I I mean I wanted them to be more song because I thought it was structurally really well done, and that intro was awesome as well. I thought, and I I I just felt like they got the balance between you know these really really soft nice vocals with the hard hitting drums and guitars. Yeah, it kept the energy high, um, and it knew when to drop it, and when to pick it up, and all that. And yeah, the only thing I can knock with it was that. It may be finished a little bit abruptly. Um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, not that it matters now, but that's who I. Yeah, damn. See, if I was like Alfie in the position like last week, I would go for like a neutral. Like I wouldn't decide which one. But like, I think they're both really great. But I think all three of them are. Is that this was a hard week? We haven't. We haven't had the easy one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured the star was because we were like struggling to find stuff that we actually liked. Yeah, we hadn't done it before. Um, do you think you're also gravitating more towards music you like rather than um, kind of songs that are good if that makes sense i don't know actually not, not really even now like we've all picked like a, a punk song you know like, i don't listen to any punk music really yeah but i think that's true i think you you have to take that into account and i think also just like things you like in music as well really affect it yeah like i mean yeah i guess it is kind of, your opinion comes into it quite a lot it's hard to be impartial. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, suppose, I suppose you can't be impartial in music. It's all opinion. That's true. Yeah. 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 I mean, to some extent, like I, I, I didn't take that to the extreme where, like, which is some people love white noise. You know, white noise is the greatest music ever. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to. I think there is a there's a level of object, objectiveness to it, but there is some subjectiveness to it. So whether you like something subjective, whether something's good or not, is objective somewhat. I think that's right. I think that's very true. I think that's right. So the winner for this week is. She's Shambolic by The Vanities. If you like this episode, you can check out our Instagram at barbandexplorer. We also have a Gmail at barbandexplorer at gmail.com if you have any questions or any songs you want us to review. And the only thing left for us to say is goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.